The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the fourth chapter. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty forever. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you've had five husbands, and the one now you have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. But you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming. He was called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek? Or, Why are you talking to her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. 
So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It's no longer because of what you said that we believe. But we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. A well is one thing, a spring another. Wells get drilled down, spring water comes up on its own. With a flowing artesian well, however, one has something that gets drilled down and thereby releases water that comes up on its own. In Jesus' interactions with this Samaritan woman, we have something like an artesian well that is drilled. And what's going to happen is something like the law of gravity inverted. What goes down is going to come up. Now notice some things about Jesus here. He's weary. John says it literally this way. He has labored with the journey. He's thirsty. He's quite human. And he's perplexing. In that second ellipsis in the gospel lesson, John tells of how Jesus says he has food to eat that the disciples did not bring him. Notice also that what ends in a two-day celebration in this Samaritan village begins when Jesus says, give me something to drink. That means that living water begins with the thirst of Jesus. Jesus who, as he says in that ellipsis, hungers to do the will of his Father. You see, Jesus is seeking something here, and the Father is too. People who will worship him in authenticity, in spirit, in truth. So Father, Son, and Spirit are after something here, and they want it from this woman. Give me something to drink. Literally, this is how she replies. You are asking to drink from me? Yes, he is. But Jesus will have to drill down to get what he's after. And drilling begins at the surface with the factual, the mundane, bucket, and well, and work. But there's a story here. The story of a woman who comes to draw water in the heat of the day. Determination? An outsider? The desire for the best that she can get her hands on? Perhaps all of the above. And she is lured by Jesus to admit her burden her desire for a drink that she can't draw. And then the drill turns deeper to love. And the aberration of love roving as an insatiable desire. 
and then deeper again to religion and the hope for a clarity and a communion with God that are not yet fulfilled. This woman here actually gives voice to the Samaritan's messianic hope, the hope for the Tachev, the revealer who was to come. Having drilled through the mundane burden, through bad love, through partial religion, the one speaking to the woman then says, I am. He is her Messiah, her love, her water. He is. And so he says, literally, I am. Weary, thirsty, hungry, fully human, Jesus has now drilled down to authentic humanity. His humanity, of course, is authentic. Her authenticity and ours comes on the other side of confession. Access to that authenticity comes when we admit lacking faith, upside-down love, bondage to desire, and the resentment of our chores. But when the God-man, who is true man, drills down to authenticity, a different kind of human life is then coming up, a human spring of water welling up to eternal and divine life. So when Jesus says to her, I am, the woman tastes the living water that Jesus is. She has drunk. And now it's Jesus' turn. He's not going to drink from the jar. She leaves that by the well. He's going to drink from her. Because the Father is seeking her. He wants her. And the Father's will, Jesus says, makes her Jesus' food, his drink. You see, she is their love, their food, their drink. Not because the Father and the Son lack anything, but because she belongs to them in the first place. The spring of living water that Jesus is, that Jesus has now tapped, will well up to quench the thirst of God. Not from the well, but from the village. And to that village she returns now in authenticity. Who would have believed such a woman as her? Were she not in her calls broadcasting admission of the very woman that she had been? He told me everything I've done. Her former shame is now her claim. The outcast of the noon water run now stands at the center of community. She has welled up to life for others and with others. And with her, John says, they went out of the town and were coming to Jesus. Now in our ellipsis, 
that left out bit of the text, as they are coming to Jesus, Jesus is talking with his disciples. And he raises the disciples' eyes as he says to fields that are ready, to a banquet, if you will, that is prepared, To a labor, he says, that's not their labor, but one in which they are now going to join with joy. He raises their eyes to the feast, to the food and the drink of God that is coming out toward them from the village. And the Samaritans come, and they talk, and they invite, and Jesus stays, and they believe, and God drinks from those who have drunk from God. Now Lent and this reading from John 4 are directing us to the same pattern. With us too, there are things that must be dug out and stripped away if we are to enjoy the life that God intends. These things must come to confession through which we come to authenticity. We are in this season meant to look at our desires in the plural seeing and saying how our pursuits of them make for empty religion and broken faithfulness and burdensome toil in every task. And we are meant to be confronted with the rightful and the singular object of our desire, which is God. God who presents himself to us in the hungering, thirsting, weary form of Jesus. And we are meant to experience his love and his singular and perfect desire for us. Because you see, our Messiah, our love, our water, he will stop at nothing to have us. In that ellipsis, he says, I quote, my food is to finish the work of him who sent me. And we will hear him iterate that again from the cross when he says his last word, it is finished, which is preceded by his second to last word, I thirst. God has thirsted as man so that man might drink from God. And where man drinks from God, God drinks from man. So in the heat of this weary hour, dear friends, we are now to drink from God who wells up life to us and is going to well up life through us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.